Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening as we broadcast around the world from the American Southwest here in the beautiful state of Arizona. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. And check us out on social media, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings and The Secret Teachings or Ryan Gable on Gab. That's G-A-B and Gitter, G-E-T-T-R. Please go to Gab and Gitter if you have accounts and find the show and like us and start talking with us. We just set up accounts there, so we're starting off new on those platforms. You can reach out to us social media, email, or go to our website at thesecretteachings.info. We welcome all of you also listening on the website in the free show archive or on Apple or Spotify or Google, any of the platforms where you can find the show for free to listen to all of the broadcasts after the live show Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM. If you go to the website, you'll see the free archive there. You can also Copy and paste the link that is provided in that archive. There's an RSS feed link. And plug that into your podcast player so you get a direct link to the show for all the updates. There are also links to all of the different platforms like Spotify, Deezer, CastBox, etc., etc. And if you're using a podcast player to listen to the show, please go to the bottom of that player Give us a four or five star rating, whatever you think we're worth, and let us know what you think about the show. A lot of listeners have gone over and done that in the last week. I think we've got about 23 reviews so far. We just started doing this, so please give the show a review, whether it's a five star rating, four star rating, whatever you think we deserve, and leave a little comment underneath of that rating to let us know and let other people know what you think of the show. And if you're really tired of the advertisements, In all of the shows, especially if you're listening to all those uh, pesky advertisements through, uh, you know, one of the podcast players, you can always go to our website and subscribe to the show archive. That'll give you access to everything that is the secret teachings, the archive, the montages, the digital books, etc. For one year, it's only 50 bucks. And for 50 bucks, you get all of that and a physical copy of one of my books Check it all out at www.thesecretteachings.info where you'll also find the last thing I'll mention to you are affiliate sponsor Pro One Water Filters. There is a link to them on the top of the page in the slider bar. And you can also go to Patreon to become a patron of the show. We had some new patrons sign up this last week. A couple of people signed up. Detective Trickle, uh, believe... Detective Trickle's real name is Robert. Uh, Brian signed up, and a guy that goes by the name S Magician. Uh, I know a lot of you guys are in the Discord chat, so welcome to the show, and thank you for being patrons of The Secret Teachings. We also had some new subscribers this last week, a couple of people who signed up. 
Walter Ford, Larry Benoit, Travis Voigt, and Arlene Samanigo. Thank you for subscribing to the show and helping to keep the secret teachings on air five nights a week. You know, we hear this phrase a lot, trust the science. And I thought it would be best tonight to change that terminology around a little bit. And I say trust the scientism, this overreaction to science, this this overzealous trust that we place in science. See, trusting science is more than a method of thinking because it's really ultimately not a method of thinking at all. It's not thinking when you just believe whatever a scientific authority tells you or suggests to you better. Uh, It's better to say suggest because a lot of times scientists aren't telling you something that's factual. They're saying the evidence suggests, the research suggests, scientists think, scientists recommend, scientists suggest, just like the nightly news. You know, police officers say, firefighters believe, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. See, trusting the science is better defined as a fallacy. A lot of different kinds of fallacies, too. It's the fallacy of appealing to authority. It's the fallacy of the false dilemma. And that's a classic fallacy that we probably interact with on a daily basis. If if you're not left, you're probably right. If you're not right, you're probably left. If you don't believe in what I believe in, you're definitely wrong. That's how it works. That's the false dilemma. You only have these two options. It doesn't leave room for free thought. Scientism and trusting in the scientism is really just a talking point that's used by virtually every chemical company, every pharmaceutical company, every biotechnology company. Some of them are the same. I mean, every chemical biotechnology company, every company that works with genetically engineered plants, animals, etc., say the same thing. Do you not trust science? Do you not believe in science? And for the average person, it's hard to combat that. It's hard to combat that talking point when you hear that out on the street, when you hear that in a business, when your friends or your family say that. What, don't you trust in science? Don't you trust in the scientists working on the biotechnology? I mean, this is laboratory stuff. These are gene guns. These are, these are test tubes. These are beakers. These are Petri dishes. I mean, this is bacteria and fungus and cultures and i mean there's lab coats and goggles and bunsen burners this is this is real stuff how can you not believe that this this exists didn't you take like sixth grade chemistry didn't you take like a biology class in high school or a chemistry class or a physics class how can you not believe in science you see you reduce the opposition without even understanding what that person believes to something that's less than a talking point. You just outright deny their point of view because they just don't believe in Bunsen burners, I guess. Every chemical company, it's the same thing. Every pharmaceutical company, everything is safe and effective. Everything's been rigorously tested. Remember those old weed killer commercials? Trusted since 1970. Trusted since 1980. Trusted to do what? (laughs) it's just a word. It doesn't mean anything. Trusted to do what? It's like Wendy's. I drove past a Wendy's the other day, and Wendy's has a sign-up. They've had this as their advertisement for a long time, as their company slogan, and it says, quality is our recipe. 
And it always pisses me off because quality can't be a recipe. A recipe is a set of ingredients. Quality describes the ingredients. Maybe you have quality ingredients that are part of your recipe, but quality can't be a recipe because quality is a descriptive term. It could describe the quality of the of the ciabatta bread. It could describe the quality of the tomatoes. It could describe the quality of the chocolate-flavored milkshake. It could describe the quality of the potatoes or the oil, but it isn't an ingredient. So quality can't be an ingredient. It's not your ingredient. You know, it, it's the same thing with virtually every one of the fast food restaurants, virtually every business that serves food, every business that sells chemicals. Everybody uses the same slogans. Everybody uses the same kind of psychology. And yeah, I get it. It's not necessarily a fault. It's just how advertising works. But I have an issue with advertising, especially when advertising becomes the dominant way of thinking. Like, trust in the science is literally an advertising terminology that is utilized by companies through either legal departments, PR departments, marketing departments, etc., to convince the public and to you know investors or congress people for example to convince them that what they're doing is is safe it it's it's healthy it's good for you it's nothing wrong with it it's it's been tested you know that it's been tested it's been it, it, vaccines go through rigorous testing really well what did they find when they tested them chemicals proven since 1963 proven to do what Trust in the science. How do you define science? It's a method of observation. Of course I trust in observation. I'm observing something different than what the corporate paid-off scientists are observing. A lot of times it's the same thing they're observing. They just don't report on all their findings because if they report on all their findings and the company fires them. You know? It's like Subway. Eat fresh. Well, if you want to eat fresh, you don't go to Subway. Okay? They should change that slogan to eat preservatives. And Papa John's should no longer be better pizza Better ingredients, or better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's, right? It should be terrible ingredients, terrible pizza, Papa Con's, because you're being conned. That ain't real pizza, as far as I'm concerned. It's disgusting. It's just like everything, KFC, original recipe. It implies something wholesome from, from some time period where everything was, was beautiful and healthy, and we romanticize the past. Even if you can call what KFC serves chicken, there's nothing original original about these recipes. It's just garbage since the beginning. I actually read a book one time about the real Colonel Sanders, and the guy was like a shady insurance salesman. You're going to buy chicken from a shady insurance salesman? Literally. You can look it up. The original Colonel Sanders was a shady, shysty insurance salesman. And it's, I mean, the, see, my interest in this got started back in the, uh, the Dark Matter radio days, before I got booted from that network for lack of censoring myself. And we used to talk about Dairy Queen. And I remember this guy got so mad one time. He, he, like thre- he threatened to sue us. I don't know if he worked for Dairy Queen, but he threatened to sue us, and he was, he was real pissed off because we, we were talking about Dairy Queen not really having you know, real ice cream. And Dairy Queen's ice cream isn't actually classified as ice cream. It's a dairy frozen or a frozen dairy or a frozen dairy-like treat. 
They, they cannot legally classify it as ice cream. So you don't go to Dairy Queen to get ice cream. You go to Dairy Queen to get a frozen dairy-like dessert. That's what it is. And if you're a fan of degenerative diseases, then you probably want to eat Dairy Queen. Otherwise, you know, it's not fast food. It's not fan food. And it's not real food. It's an imitation. It's like whitefish compressed into imitation crab. And it's the same thing like, it, how about Burger King? Have it your way. Well, what, is it, what does it mean to have it your way? It implies that you get to choose from, you know, uh, one of, uh, you know, numerous uh, menu items that are all manufactured the same way. I, I mean, if you want it this way, then you want poor health. You, you need to go visit the king. I mean, it's just, literally, Burger King sees their customers as laughable court jesters anyway. And, and, and half of the stuff Burger King serves, you can't even, it's not even qualified to be considered food. Virtually nothing from Subway to McDonald's. I'm loving it. Well, what are you loving? Heartburn, acid reflex, bodily deterioration, inflammation, heart disease, bloating, coughing, sneezing, diarrhea. What, do, what exactly do you love about that? Because those all sound worse than the symptoms of COVID-19. And then, and then you got Taco Bell, right? Fourth meal. I mean, that just pretty much says it all. I mean, these are just a couple of the company slogans that you probably see everywhere you go. You hear these all the time. And when people say, trust the science, it's, it's the equivalent of an ad hominem attack based on looks or preferences when one can't otherwise argue the point of fact in a debate. You know, McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, these companies don't want to debate the quality of their food. So they just say, our recipe is quality. You're loving it. Have it your way. And then that gets stuck in your head, and the red and the yellow induce a state of hunger. It's all subconscious, and then you go and continue to support these companies, even if you don't really like the food. And I'm not telling you don't go to Wendy's. I'm not telling you don't get a Big Mac. I'm just simply telling you that when you're buying these foods, most people aren't buying them because they sincerely, truly enjoy the product. They're buying it because their body is chemically addicted to it. It's like a drug. It's like an opioid. It's like heroin. It's like cocaine. They're literally addicted to it. It's like marijuana. It's like cigarettes. It's like eating sugar. It's literally an addiction that your body chemically has, and you're addicted to the action of going to purchase those things. How much of it is actually free thought and free will? Trusting the science is an ad hominem-like attack. You know, an ad hominem attack is based on looks and preferences when one can't argue the point of fact in the debate. Trusting the science is the equivalent of that in scientific terms. Trust the science. Well, I can't argue that Bunsen burners are real. I can't argue that test tubes are real. I can't argue that, you know, little cultures and Petri dishes are real. Of course they're real, but those are, those are tools. Science is a method. Science, of course, is a real method of observation. But that doesn't mean what science produces or what chemists produce is good for you. And I've seen over the years, and I've talked about it on the show, and I put it in my book, Food Philosophy, which is available on the website. It's the cheaper book, still a few hundred pages, jam-packed with information. It's a really good book. It also talks about geoengineering as well. It talks about a lot of the psychology of how companies you know, sell you products, and, and, and whether it's the labeling or the ingredients, it's about the psychology and the deception of it. Uh, you can find that book at thesecretteachings.info. Uh, and I talk about this in the book. It's like literally from cigarettes for pregnant women to doctors that choose camel to asbestos 
and DDT for businesses and homes or children, science as a practice is not about creating a better, healthier world and environment. It's literally used to provide credibility. And just the word science is used to provide credibility to those seeking profit, to those seeking power, to those seeking control, or for those seeking approved behavior in a society that otherwise would, de- would be defined as like mad science or just outright crime. I mean, you could maybe justify and argue, PETA, PETA might disagree with you, but you could justify and argue that some animal testing is for the betterment of mankind, so we don't have to test on humans. PETA might disagree. I might agree. I might disagree. It's not the point. But you might argue that some animal testing is, 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 is good, all right? Or, or some kinds of, you know, you get people to sign up for a trial and they take drugs or vaccines that make them sick. I mean, we could say people are signing up. They're making that decision themselves. They want to be guinea pigs. They're, they're helping other people. We could argue that one way or another, and it's a little bit true, and it's probably a little bit not true. But see, the problem, as far as I'm concerned, is what would otherwise be considered mad science or crime, like experimenting with people's DNA and RNA and putting nanoparticulates into the body that attach to organs and spraying those things in the atmosphere. I mean, this is mad science. As far as I'm concerned, this is a crime against humanity, a crime against the individual. It, 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 it impedes on an individual person's liberty it accesses the body literally internally and maybe you give permission in some way shape or form you say i'll go get a vaccine to keep me safe i'll go get a vaccine to keep other people safe i'll take these drugs to prevent my my heart from failing etc but ultimately we're working against the body we're working against nature and that is mad science and as far as i'm concerned that's a crime Uh, The wonders of science and big corporations and media have brought us incredible intellectual, bodily, and societal decay compounded by the widespread use of chemicals that the entire planet is now truly infected with. A real infection. And if you couple that with the massive increase in obesity, heart disease, cancer, neurological conditions, etc., you've got a real, true, honest, sincere pandemic. Look at Johnson & Johnson, for example. J&J is a prime example of a company that not only has knowingly lied to consumers and caused irreversible damage to thousands and tens of thousands of men and women, women in particular in the spotlight for the ovarian cancer and the talc powder, but internal documents from the company show that they are intending to, and this is recent, limit payouts to those that are suing and hide their own Corruption, hide their fault, package it all up, and put it in an offshoot branch of the company and then declare bankruptcy. So they don't have to pay out as much money as they should. That's also arguably relative. How much should they pay out? And so they don't have to be liable. And so that they can distance themselves by putting the things that caused harm to thousands of consumers into another name and then declaring bankruptcy. I mean, th- this is more than negligence. It's a conspiracy to defraud. It's a conspiracy to commit aggravated assault. It's a conspiracy to kill. It's a conspiracy to cover up the evidence of those crimes. And Johnson & Johnson also wants to give you a shot. You trust them? You can't trust the talc powder. You can't trust uh, Avino. You can't trust any of the products they produce. How can you trust a shot that's emergency use authorization? 
Trust the science? No, trust the scientism. It's cult. It's all about psychology. This is The Secret Teachings. I'll tell you more about it when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay with us. It's the month of Janus and the year of the Tiger 2022. Here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. So I'm sure that all of you know Johnson & Johnson, right? You know Johnson & Johnson. They have safe products. They have effective products. They have products that are authorized under emergency use authorization. Johnson & Johnson, they care. They care about families. They care about mothers and fathers and babies. And 
They, they just want to help you stay dry down there. And, and they want to help you not get an infection. And, and they want to help you, you know, shower and clean yourself off and take a bath. And Johnson & Johnson is a, is a good company, folks. Johnson & Johnson cares. Johnson & Johnson, they're not facing over 35,000 lawsuits over their talc powder and asbestos. Johnson & Johnson isn't trying to filter those lawsuits and all the crimes they committed, all the fraud, all the lying, all the deception, all the harm, all the death, all the suffering, all the pain, all the malice, all the hatred behind the scenes, the lawyers and the people that work for Johnson & Johnson aggressively attacking the consumers that they hurt, that they caused harm to, that they assaulted with their products. Johnson & Johnson isn't dumping all of that into a private offshoot of their main company. And they're definitely not doing that to declare bankruptcy in that company and limit the payouts that are going to be going to the literal tens of thousands of lawsuits and all the plaintiffs that are involved in these lawsuits. Johnson & Johnson wouldn't do that. Everything they have has been proven safe and effective. I mean, this is something that I think needs to be discussed in great detail. And we've done probably three solid Johnson & Johnson shows we did one last year over the last few years because Johnson & Johnson, I mean, I don't care if it's a vaccine. I don't care if it's baby powder. Johnson & Johnson is a prime example of why you don't trust a chemical, pharmaceutical, slash self-care product company especially when the company lies, especially when the company is admittedly, admittedly harming people with their products. Now, the company says, no, there's no asbestos in the talc powder while they pull it from shelves in the United States. No, there's no damage being caused by the, the opioids that we sell, that we manufacture, that we distribute. No, we're, we're not behind the scenes trying to get federal judges to block publications of stories like Johnson & Johnson's Project Plato. You know what Johnson & Johnson's Project Plato is? It's an, it's an attempt, don't know if they're going to be successful, to shift liability from the nearly 40,000 pending baby powder talc lawsuits to a subsidiary company that will then immediately be put into bankruptcy. Johnson & Johnson, through this Project Plato, could then limit its financial exposure to the lawsuits. Just a wonderful group of caring, loving scientists, moms and dads that really just care. You have to trust them. The science is real. It's all safe. It's all effective. It's all been tested. It's all trusted. It's all been proven. I hope you can see that I'm being extremely sarcastic. Let's start with this. Johnson & Johnson is facing a push to force a global ban on talc powder sales. This is what a scumbag group of disgusting lawyers do. The scumbag group of disgusting lawyers for Johnson & Johnson say that the only reason the baby powder was pulled off the shelves in North America was because a slump in sales occurred, quote, fueled by misinformation around the safety of the product. It's 
funny that the lawyers say that because there's only this action to remove the product from the shelves, according to lawyers, because of misinformation around the safety of the product. And while I'll, I'll acknowledge there might be some misinformation, people talk about this, these stories without fully understanding the context, but they pulled those products not because of misinformation, but because of a slump in sales due to the lack of safety from the product. It, it's like, so, so literally they're saying, well, people just don't understand the product, so we're going to go ahead and pull it. When's the last time a company decided, well, consumers are worried about the health effects, so we're just going to go ahead and pull that and not sell that anymore in North America? They pulled it for liability reasons, but they kept selling it in other countries. They're still selling it in the UK. They're still selling it in other parts of the world. The UK is, is one of the big markets. Uh, they pulled it from Canada as well. It's funny, isn't it? They, they, they pulled it from US. They pulled it from Canada saying that, well, people aren't buying it because of misinformation. When's the last time a company pulled a, a flagship product like that because of misinformation? If they were so certain that there was no asbestos or what they call chrysotile or chrysotile fibers, a type of asbestos, if they were so sure that wasn't in the product, why not just publicly make that statement and then not pull the product and say, we stand by the product? Now, they had to pull the product because there are literally almost 40,000 lawsuits filed against the company for the talc powder and ovarian cancer, among other things. That's why they pulled the product. But Johnson & Johnson is so slimy It's such a disgusting company like the Mars Corporation that they literally sit there while they're poisoning you and say, we're going to pull the product that's poisoning you in the United States, but we're going to continue to sell it in the UK. We're going to continue to sell it around the world despite the 40,000 lawsuits, but we only pulled it because you don't understand the product, because you're stupid, and because our product is actually safe, but you just don't understand that. Just the conceit and the arrogance of a company to actually do that is is enough that if you've got Johnson & Johnson stock, if you've ever supported Johnson & Johnson, you dump that stock, you never support this company again. You, You wage an individual boycott and you tell all your friends, do not support Johnson & Johnson. Johnson & Johnson is a disgusting, abhorrent, filthy, lying company. And I don't care if you're a mom working reception at that company. You should be ashamed of yourself. Johnson & Johnson is a disgusting pile of trash. Just like the Mars Corporation. The Mars Corporation is a disgusting entity of the new normal and the Great Reset. Johnson & Johnson is a disgusting tentacle of the new normal and the Great Reset. You trust this company to give you an experimental shot? You trust this company to give you an EUA vaccine? Of course, they've said that Johnson & Johnson doesn't use mRNA technology, right? I think that's part of the reason the media has been so willing to say Johnson & Johnson vaccines are the most dangerous. They're the ones giving blood clots. Why? Because, well, the non-mRNA shot is dangerous. The other ones are safe, so go get those instead. But no, some people are like, I've got two Pfizer's. Let me get a Johnson & Johnson too. Johnson & Johnson is was the first, is known to cause blood clots. Johnson & Johnson, look at, look at what they're doing with baby powder. You trust this company to, to, to sell you anything? You trust this company to give you an EUA vaccine? Let, 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 I mean, just let alone 
the, 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 the hundreds, the thousands of products that this company sells, you know, whether you're buying them individually or you buy a couple of these products, how can you trust this company to sell you anything? The, 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 just admitting, well, we, we've decided to pull the product. Why'd you pull it? Well, because people just, they've been misinformed, and so we're going to pull the product. Why, well, why don't you just inform them? Well, we can't inform them. They just don't get it, so we have to pull the product. And this is what psychopaths do. This is what gaslighters do. Johnson & Johnson is literally gaslighting the public. Johnson & Johnson is literally saying to the public, you're too stupid. You're so stupid that our safe product is not selling well now. That's how stupid you are as a consumer. You don't get it that this product is safe. So fine, we'll pull it. Like the childish, immature, gaslighting behavior of Johnson & Johnson. You just give them a big, fat middle finger and tell them to shove their baby powder and shove their vaccine so far up their ass that it comes out the other end. I mean, this really pisses me off. That article, by the way, is from February 6th. This was over the weekend, Sunday. Johnson & Johnson facing a push to force a global ban on the talc powder sales. A group of shareholders got together through the Tulip Share, a London-based investment platform, where customers, shareholders, are pulling their shares to meet the threshold to submit resolutions for shareholder votes. They've submitted the proposal to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Committee, the SEC, to consider if it is eligible ahead of Johnson & Johnson's annual meeting. They basically want to force the company to stop selling these products elsewhere in the world, as they should. But they're safe, right? They're safe and effective, and the public is stupid. You're really stupid. That's why we had to pull the product. They talk to you like you're a child because they're criminals. They're gaslighters. They're psychopaths. They're sociopaths. They're scum. Don't support Johnson & Johnson. Here's another reason not to support Johnson & Johnson. And when you put all this together, you might just think, I'm talking negatively about a corporation. Maybe I'm a member of Antifa. I'm talking negatively about a corporation. Maybe I'm a progressive. No, this isn't political. This is common sense. And as far as I'm concerned, this is beyond common sense. I mean, this, this isn't even about critical thinking. This is just pretty straightforward. Uh, the company lies. The company deceives. The company defrauds. The company harms. The company kills. And then when they pull the product for liability reasons, they say, well, actually, the product's safe. We just pulled it because some people stopped buying it because of the misinformation. Well, if it wasn't you know, misinformation and uh, the product w was really dangerous, you'd have to pull it. So if you pulled the product because people weren't buying it, which isn't true, people are still buying it, uh, and it was safe, why make that decision unless it's like a, just a strictly PR move? And then why go to the, to the lengths that they're going to in an internal project called Plato? that's what it's called, where they're going to dump the lawsuits and the liability into a subsidiary company and then bankrupt that company. This is part of their, their literal, that's their organized plan, their conspiracy in the company that just came out in Reuters. And then, and then Johnson & Johnson tried to get a federal judge to block the publication of the study, of the report rather, a study of their criminal dealings, but of the report that showed their criminal dealings inside the company. They tried to get a federal judge to block the journalist who published the story from publishing the story. I mean, these people are so evil. And you trust them to give you a vaccine? You trust them to sell you shampoo? About a week ago, Johnson & Johnson and 
opioid distributors, Amerisaurus, Bergen, McKesson, and Cardinal Health, have agreed to pay almost $600 million under the terms of a proposed settlement filed last Tuesday. The plaintiffs in the case are 400-plus tribes, Native American tribes, who say that opioid makers and distributors were responsible for the opioid crisis in their communities and say they faced increased costs in health care, social services, child care, and more as a result. Johnson & Johnson and its subsidiary, Janssen, the ones making those safe and effective vaccines are going to pay $150 million over the next two years to over 400 tribes. And even if you're not a plaintiff in these suits, you can still claim this money as an official recognized tribe. And Amerisaurus Bergen, McKesson, and Cardinal Health are agreeing to pay $440 million over seven years. Johnson & Johnson said the proposed settlement is not an admission of liability, though. They can't even admit it. They still can't admit it. It's not an admission of liability or wrongdoing. And they say that its marketing and promotion of opioids was a, quote, appropriate and responsible. The company says it no longer sells prescription opioids in the U.S. So let me get this straight. These, this is, these are two articles of two separate things back-to-back in the first week of February 2022. Johnson & Johnson literally said they only pulled their talent powder in North America after a slump in sales, quote, fueled by misinformation around the safety of the product. Well, if the product really was safe, just keep selling it then. There's no liability reasons. This is like your flagship product. You don't just pull the product and stop selling it. But they did keep, they did keep selling it. They, 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 they sold it in other countries. They're still selling it in other countries. That's why shareholders are getting together and saying, no, we got to stop this. No more selling of the talc powder. No more of the baby powder sales. Johnson & Johnson pulled it in North America because that's where the lawsuits are coming from. You don't have to be a genius to figure this out. And the same week, the same week, February 1st, Johnson & Johnson reaches a settlement with Native American tribes over opioids. And they are, they're directly paying $150 million over two years. The other three distributors of the opioids, Amerisource, Bergen, McKesson, and Cardinal Health, are paying $440 million. And Johnson & Johnson, just like the talent powder says, well, the settlement is not an admission of liability or wrongdoing. We didn't do anything wrong. We marketed the, the, the opioids appropriately and responsibly. But we're also not going to sell them anymore. Well, if you marketed them appropriately and responsibly, and they're safe and effective, why don't you just keep selling them? If the talc powder isn't dangerous, if it doesn't have asbestos, and it doesn't cause any harm from asbestos or anything else, then why don't you just keep selling it? Oh, because you're being sued in 34 plus thousand lawsuits and you've been sued by several native american tribes and you're paying out hundreds of millions to those tribes you're paying out close to two billion i think is what they tried to cap it at for the talent powder lawsuits i mean johnson and johnson should just be dissolved that whole company should be dissolved all the money distributed to the people they harmed and yes everybody's out of a job you're supporting that company shame on you Especially because Johnson & Johnson doesn't just stop there. Johnson & Johnson doesn't just lack the, the willingness to admit when they're wrong. Johnson & Johnson's like, well, the talc powder, 
we pulled it, but it's still safe and effective. The reason we pulled it was because you're stupid as a consumer, which tells you all you need to know about the lawyers, all you need to know about the PR department, all you need to know about Johnson & Johnson. But then when they have to pay out with other opioid distributors close to half a billion dollars to Native American tribes because of the damage those drugs caused to those communities, then Johnson & Johnson doubles down and they say, we marketed these products responsibly and appropriately. They're safe and they're effective, but we're not going to sell them anymore. Why? Well, because we have to pay out half a billion dollars with these other distributors because of the damage they caused. Well, I thought they were safe and effective. They are. We, we, we marketed them appropriately. Yes, appropriate to make money and to kill people appropriately. Responsibly, yes, responsibly to your shareholders and to the big fat cats that run your company that say, sure, keep distributing it, keep promoting it, keep killing people, keep harming people as long as we're making a profit. And here's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. I thought, politically speaking, liberals, big, aggressive, loudmouth liberals were always anti-corporation, and yet they love Johnson & Johnson. I don't get it. Why do you love Johnson & Johnson? Why do you love Janssen? They're literally poisoning people with talc powder. Then they're telling the customer, it's your fault you got poisoned. It's your fault we pulled it from the market. They're gaslighting the consumer. And then Johnson & Johnson has to pay hundreds of millions because of opioids, and they stop selling it, and then also do the exact same thing they did with the talc powder. It's the Native Americans' fault. We only stopped selling it because of the lawsuits. It's just How can you support a disgusting company like Johnson & Johnson? And then if you really want to get into the details of how this company works, let's take a look at the Reuters story. Now, I don't even like Reuters. I think Reuters is, is, is a deceptive publication. Virtually all mainstream media is, is, in, is, is increasingly deceptive in the way that they talk about current events and, and the way that they publish stories and the way they use words. But I couldn't help but noticing Reuters published a, an honest story. February 4th, just a few days ago, all in the same week, by the way, Johnson & Johnson tried to get a federal judge to block publication of a Reuters story. J&J literally went to a judge and tried to get the judge to block Reuters from publishing a story based on what it said was confidential company documents about the healthcare giant's legal maneuvers to fight lawsuits about its baby powder causing cancer. Johnson & Johnson said, this is a quote from the company filing, the First Amendment is not a license to knowingly violate the law. That, that was their argument. That, that was Amazon's argument. It must be the same lawyer. That was actually Amazon's argument, if you remember. When Amazon refused to turn over the data on their little AI device when there was a murder, a crime committed. And Amazon said, well, we can't turn this over because anything that's said on our device or near our device is protected by the First Amendment. And it's and you might be scratching your head and asking, well, what does that mean? It's it's a murder investigation. You've been requested to turn over the the data, and uh, you you have information that that could solve this murder and, and figure out what happened. And Amazon's like, no, we believe in the First Amendment. No, you don't want to turn that data over because then everybody's going to find out Amazon's been lying. They record everything. I mean, how hard is this to figure out? 
Johnson and Johnson literally goes to a federal judge and says, the First Amendment doesn't give the journalists the right to violate the law. What law are they violating? Confidential company documents. Okay, Reuters reported that Johnson and Johnson secretly launched Project Plato in 2021 to shift liability from 38,000 pending baby powder talc lawsuits, and they're going to dump it into a new subsidiary company, which will then be put directly into bankruptcy. And by doing so, J&J could limit its financial exposure to the lawsuits. Here's a memo about the project in July of 2021. A company lawyer warned the team at Johnson & Johnson, tell nobody, not even your spouse. Here's a quote from the legal team. It is critical that any activities related to Project Plato, which doesn't exist, including the mere fact the project exists, be kept in strict confidence. That is literally a quote from Chris Andrew, a Johnson & Johnson lawyer. He wrote that in an internal memo reviewed by Reuters. It is critical that any activities related to Project Plato, including the mere fact the project exists, be kept in strict confidence. Don't even tell your spouse. Don't tell anybody. Because we're doing some shady shit here, folks, and we can't have other lawyers sniffing our shady shit because this will make us even more liable. This will put us in even more trouble. I mean, this is conspiracy to commit fraud. This is conspiracy to defraud the consumer, defraud shareholders, defraud investors. This is a conspiracy literally to kill people. It is a conspiracy to commit aggravated assault. It is a conspiracy, furthermore, to cover up the evidence and weasel, like the weasels they are, weasel their way out of responsibility for decades of abuse, decades of selling products that are harmful, decades of harming people, How many years have people suffered from the effects of these Johnson & Johnson products and then just suddenly a few people get the balls and some cash to sue? Everybody else jumps on board. To Johnson & Johnson's credit, I'm sure there's a few thousand plaintiffs who are just trying to get a payday. But the mass majority of them aren't involved in some giant conspiracy to to rip Johnson & Johnson off. And if they were, and Johnson & Johnson was telling the truth, and their talc powder was safe, and the opioids were marketed, marketed res- responsibly, then they shouldn't have pulled the opioids. They shouldn't have pulled the talc powder. They should have said, these products are safe. We stand by them. We leave them on the market. You had to pull them, assholes, because they were toxic, because they were poisonous, because they were killing people. And then, they, and then you have the audacity to gaslight the public and say, it's the public's fault we pulled the talc powder. They're too stupid to understand science. It's the public's fault. It's the Native Americans' fault we pulled the opioids. They're too stupid to understand marketing. I mean, and then you've got literally scumbag lawyers that are like, listen, don't say anything to anybody. Don't even acknowledge the project exists. And while you're not acknowledging the project exists, we're going to go to a federal judge and ask them to block the publication of the story saying journalists don't have a right to violate the law. They're not violating the law. They're publishing internal information that is a matter of public interest, which is precisely what the lawyers for Reuters claimed uh, uh, in, in, in the request, they, they said, according to the lawyers from Reuters, Johnson & Johnson's request was a, quote, prior restraint of speech on a matter of public interest. Yes, it was. I mean, if you're, if you're interested in reading this, you, you can literally pull up the, you can pull up the uh, court filing in the uh, U.S. Bankruptcy Court District of New Jersey 
uh, case number 2130589-MBK, DOC 1359. It was filed on February 3rd. It's not very long, so it doesn't take very long to read. I mean, this, this is what Johnson & Johnson is doing because of talc powder. Johnson & Johnson literally is lying to the consumer. They're literally lying to their own staff. They're literally killing people. They are literally causing people immense suffering, immense pain, immense anxiety, immense stress. They are literally conspiring to defraud, conspiring to commit aggravated assault, conspiring to kill, conspiring to cover up evidence on top of the negligence, on top of the poor business decisions, and on top of the media deception that Johnson & Johnson doesn't even have to pay for because the mainstream media is like, Johnson & Johnson is safe and effective. They're a great company. Meanwhile, the lawyers are like, don't even mention Project Plato. Don't even say, say, hey, Project Plato. You know, this is some scam we're running at the company. Don't tell your wife that. Don't tell anybody anything because we need to keep this scam under wraps. Literally, Johnson & Johnson, you want to talk about a, a, a conspiracy? Johnson & Johnson is engaged in a conspiracy that, for all intents and purposes, probably isn't even that bad. I mean, they just got caught doing some shady stuff. I mean, what about Pfizer? Pfizer's paid out a lot more money than Johnson & Johnson's going to have to pay out, whether they cap the amount for the talc powder victims or not. Uh, Pfizer's paid out a lot more money than Johnson & Johnson. Moderna, Bayer Monsanto for the glyphosate and the cancer. I mean, Johnson & Johnson just got caught. All right? Johnson & Johnson just got caught doing it. So we can spit at Johnson & Johnson. We cannot buy their products. You need to stop supporting them all. Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, Bayer, DuPont, Syngenta, Epicite, all the companies that manufacture the chemicals, that manufacture the drugs, stop supporting these companies. And, I, and nobody's perfect, I get it, but you have to reduce your consumption of those products. You have to reduce your reliance on those companies. I mean, I just it's the same thing we talked about last night. The Olympics in China. People that are, that, that are all about free speech, all about free expression, all about burning buildings down in the name of peace. Nancy Pelosi's like, don't say anything. Don't protest in China because they're really aggressive. They'll, they'll disappear you. I mean, basically admitting here in the United States, we have uh, a lack policy for criminals. We'll just let you do whatever you want. In China, you can't even say what you're thinking, even if it has nothing to do with the state government. You can't even say what you're thinking. If the state decides they don't like it, they'll just disappear you anyway. I mean, literally, you've got people that are like, I believe in progress and equality, and which progress just means controlling society and taking it to a specific destination that's, that's manufactured. Progress and equality and justice and all these things, while, while literally you're supporting a country that runs slave camps, re-education camps, that censors everything, that prevents you from practicing your religion, even if that means you're meditating in the park like Fulong Gong. They literally have millions of Uyghurs in concentration camps today. They literally have slave factories. They, they literally murder their own population. They literally disappear people on a daily basis. They literally target families of people who live in other countries. If that person says something out of China that they don't like, they target the family. They threaten them. They take things from them. They might even kill them. And you support that. You protest against, you know, injustice. 
while you're literally filming with an iPhone and wearing a pair of Nike shoes. It's, it's, it's the same exact thing. I don't like big corporations, but I'll, I'll be happy to get a Johnson & Johnson shot if it saves lives. What are you talking about? It's dangerous. It's safe and effective. I trust the science, don't you? How can anybody trust Johnson & Johnson? How can anybody trust Janssen? How can anybody trust what these companies say? Especially when you've got a company like Johnson & Johnson that not only harms people, like they couldn't have just said, like, look, we made a mistake. All right, let us let us try to solve this. We'll pay you some money. Not that that solves the problem per se, but no, they double down. They're like, we only pulled the talc powder, not because we're guilty, but because you're stupid and you don't understand it. So you've been misinformed. That's why we had to pull it. And the opioids, we, we only pulled those because you know, you're also stupid. You just don't get it. We marketed those responsibly. If a few thousand Native Americans died from them, that ain't our problem at Johnson & Johnson, okay? We did the science. Trust the science. Trust J&J. Trust Janssen. Trust the emergency use. Trust the experiments. Trust in the scientism is what they're saying. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. I'm going to go in further depth on Johnson & Johnson when we come back from break. And we're going to look at some new scientific studies that will really blow your mind. Pantyhose apparently prevents infection and spread of COVID-19. That is a literal study. Pantyhose. And uh, vitamin D. Told you this two, three years ago. Vitamin D deficiency is associated with illness. Huh. Magical. We're going to talk about those two studies and more when we come back to The Secret Teachings right after this break. Please don't go anywhere unless you're going to thesecretteachings.info, subscribing to the show archive to get access to the, the montages, the digital books, and the ad-free archive. Or if you're going to Patreon to become a patron of the show, or maybe you're on a podcast app, give us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Leave some stars and leave a little comment. Please support the show in those ways, and we will continue to be here five nights a week. Stay with us. We will be back after this break. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. 
If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. We must seize the means of production. Stop it, Vlad. You know the rule. No communism. Mama, if we just get rid of all these successful people, we'll finally be happy. No, honey, that just means we'll all be poor. Freedom-loving parents have long been left alone to shoulder the burden of educating their children and passing down a love of liberty. While there are few books that teach these ideas to adults, there seem to be fewer that teach them to children. The Tuttle Twins series changes all of that, helping parents convey the principles of freedom to their kids in a fun way. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate link for the Tuttle Twins to get your curriculum and books today so that you can educate yourself and your children on how to adhere to the principles of liberty for all people. So if you have offspring and don't want them supporting socialism, then click the link and order the Tuttle Twins books today. Stalin has no stunning new achievements unless you consider killing millions of innocent people an achievement. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome back to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. We welcome you to the broadcast. We also welcome, if you're listening to the show in the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info or in the private ad-free archive at thesecretteachings.info, welcome to The Secret Teachings. It's kind of funny tonight. Facebook fact check. Uh, fact check my show. Uh, they said it was vaccine disinfo. I was a little bit confused about that because the show is about Johnson & Johnson and their talc powder lawsuits. It's about Johnson & Johnson and their opioid lawsuits. It's about Johnson & Johnson gaslighting and lying to the public. It has nothing to do with vaccines, but I guess because I put J 
and Jay. And I said, Johnson and Johnson is, you know, an irresponsible company. They're involved in the conspiracy to commit aggravated assault against consumers. They're involved in the conspiracy to cover that assault up, to defraud investors and consumers. I guess because of that, Facebook said that I need to visit their vaccine information page so I can figure out how great these vaccines are. It's confusing because the show isn't even about vaccines. I can't even post a show about Johnson and Johnson and DDT and cigarettes. And I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's because in my promo picture, if you look at the picture, I've got six different photographs that I made into a compilation. I've got one of luxury baby powder marketed by Johnson and Johnson, you know, the talc powder that gives you, ovarian cancer. I've got the picture of the baby from the classic advertisement, and it says, no fleas on me, thanks to DDT. Thanks, DDT. Thanks for spraying my kids with DDT. Kept everybody safe. we got the pregnant woman smoking cigarettes, the smooth taste expectant mothers crave cigarettes. Got another one that says, more doctor smoke camels than any other cigarette. Here's another one. Let this magic mineral asbestos. Let this be the perfect thing that you need for your building. Maybe they didn't like the one on the bottom left that says vaccines are safe and effective. And then two news clippings from the Associated Press and a science website that says, there's a headline, type this in, more polio cases now caused by vaccination than by wild virus a couple of years ago. And here's another one. Why the COVID-19 vaccines do not stop the virus from circulating because they don't stop it from circulating. That's, that's why they don't work. They're, they're useless and they cause harm, irreversible harm. So Facebook decided to fact check that tiny little itty bitty detail on my promo picture tonight. Not concerned about the talc powder, not concerned about the opioids, not concerned about the cigarettes, not concerned about the DDT, not concerned about the asbestos, not concerned about any of these things. They're concerned about information relating to something that is unrelated to the show. Because that's how the algorithms, that's how the AI, and that's how the memory hole works. Maybe they didn't like tonight's show title. Trust the scientism. What is scientism? It's this overabundance of trust that we put into what we classify as the scientific method. Trusting in science is more than a method of thinking, though. Today, it's a fallacy. Trusting in science is trusting in authority. That's the appeal to authority fallacy. Trusting in science is the false dilemma. You either trust in science or you're anti-science. It's just a talking point. It's a talking point of the AMA. It's a talking point of the NIH. It's a talking point of virtually every chemical, pharmaceutical, and biotechnology company. And it's a talking point of those governmental representatives that represent not the people, but the corporations that pay them to lie. It's a talking point of the PR departments. It's a talking point of the legal teams that work for these companies. TTS, trust the science, is the equivalent of an ad hominem attack based on looks or preferences when one otherwise cannot argue the point of fact in a debate. From cigarettes for pregnant women and more doctors choosing camel to DDT for children and asbestos for businesses, science as a practice is used to provide credibility to any individual looking for 
control, power, profit, and approved behavior that would otherwise be defined as mad science and criminal activity in a sane and just society. The wonders of science, big corporations, and media have brought us intellectual, bodily, and societal decay, compounded by such widespread use of chemicals that the entire planet is actually, truly, honestly, sincerely infected, but from these products. And if you couple that with the massive increases in obesity, heart disease, diabetes, cancer, neurological conditions, etc., 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 you've got a true pandemic. And Johnson & Johnson is a prime example of this pandemic. Johnson & Johnson is a true example of this global infection. Johnson & Johnson knowingly sold a product that contained, in some cases, not all, in some cases, but I'd imagine it's more than we've been led to believe, even by those that are suing, even by those that are investigating Johnson & Johnson, to contain asbestos. Because talc deposits can sometimes contain asbestos. I imagine, just like those toothpastes a couple of years ago, when I think it was like Colgate or, I mean, you had like Crest and Colgate. These the companies use the little microbeads, plastic microbeads, and they show you the commercial with the hot girl brushing her teeth in her underwear and she's brushing with those microplastic beads and she's like, ah, oh, my, my mouth feels so fresh. And people are pointing out, well, those are little tiny microbead microplastics. Those are definitely not good to ingest or put in the body. And they make the focus, they make the attention about the microbeads. Just look it up, microbeads pulled because, you know, they're, they're toxic. And everybody just kind of didn't point out that they're still putting fluoride into the toothpaste. And the fact that the toothpaste tube says don't swallow it, and if you do, call poison control because it's poisonous. They easily circumvented that issue and said, look, we, we're going to deal with these microbeads. Same thing with the talc powder. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you. There's something far worse in the talc powder than asbestos. So it's all systems go, all energy, all lawyers, all cash, everything is directed at Johnson & Johnson for the talc powder. I wouldn't be surprised if even the tens of thousands of lawsuits is in some way, shape, or form used by Johnson & Johnson to divert attention and to divert investigation away from other things that they're doing and that they're putting in their products that are far worse than some asbestos and some samples of talc powder. That's at least how my mind works. I mean, Johnson & Johnson is a prime example of a disgusting, degenerate, filthy, lying, greedy, anti-human, anti-capitalist corporation that if this were anything else, if, if, if Johnson & Johnson was Joe Rogan, people would be burning Johnson & Johnson products. But because Johnson & Johnson cares about you and your family, the average person doesn't even know what's going on with Johnson & Johnson. Unless you've been directly involved. I've met a few people who, who've been directly themselves or through their mothers or you know their fathers or somebody in their family. They're, they're in the middle of litigation because they're suing Johnson & Johnson over the ovarian cancer for women. Wouldn't surprise me if it also causes testicular cancer. Johnson & Johnson is facing 34 plus. It's like... I read 34, I read 38. I mean, like between 30 and 40,000 lawsuits. That's a lot of lawsuits. 
And here's what Johnson & Johnson is doing. Johnson & Johnson, because they have some shareholders trying to pull their shares together and and get Johnson & Johnson to stop selling the baby powder in the UK and other, and other parts of the world. Because they stopped in North America. They stopped in the US. They stopped in Canada. And they say the reason they did that was because sales began to slump due to, quote, misinformation around the safety of the product. But see, there wouldn't have been misinformation around the safety of the product if tens of thousands of lawsuits wouldn't have been filed and proofs wouldn't have been presented and an independent laboratory analysis didn't find that there were unsafe ingredients and additives to the product. Then there wouldn't be this misinformation you talk about. Sales wouldn't have slumped and you wouldn't have to pull the product. They only pulled the product because it's a liability. If there was nothing dangerous about it, then they would just have continued to sell it unless the courts order that they remove it. But the courts haven't done that. They're still in litigation. So Johnson & Johnson pulled it for liability reasons. And then they gaslight the public and say, you people are misinformed about the safety of our product. It is a safe and effective product. It's been used for a long time. Well, all that tells me, if I'm a lawyer, is that you've been defrauding and hurting people for a very long time. If you say talc powder, talc powder's been used since 1985. Well, that just means you've been killing people since 1985. I got a bigger case now. If people thought this way, but they don't, even the lawyers don't even think that way. That article from The Guardian, Johnson & Johnson faces push to force global ban on talc powder or talc baby powder sales February 6th. We go back to February 1st. Johnson & Johnson and opioid distributors Amerisource, Bergen, McKesson, and Cardinal Health are paying Native American tribes over half a billion dollars under the terms of a proposed settlement filed on Tuesday of last week. The plaintiffs in the case are more than 400 tribes who say the opioid makers and distributors were responsible for the opioid crisis in their communities and say they've faced increased costs in health care, social services, child care, and more as a result. Now, to be fair to Johnson & Johnson, Native American communities aren't that healthy anyway. Minority communities, as we call them minorities, black community, Mexican communities, they're typically the least healthy in our society. And that's not because of white people. That's because of traditional diets and a Western diet that has replaced that artificially. So they tend to have higher rates of diabetes and heart disease and cancer anyway. So that's probably part of the reason that they've been disproportionately affected. Their bodies are already run down with these kinds of foods and drinks. And I mean, look at the soda consumption in Mexico. Even the Mexican government's like, COVID-19 is not the problem. Coca-Cola is the problem. So a lot of other things that go into why these groups of people are sick and why COVID affects them more than others. It's, it's not COVID. It's, it's the lifestyle that's affecting them. But nevertheless, hundreds of tribes suing over the opioid makers and distributors being at least partially responsible for the opioid crisis. A proposed settlement means Johnson and Johnson and Janssen, you know, the one with that safe and effective vaccine, they are going to pay $150 million over two years. Amerisource, Bergen, McKesson and Cardinal Health, the distributors of these opioids are going to pay $440 million over seven years. And once again, just like with the talc baby powder, Johnson & Johnson just couldn't admit it. They couldn't do it. They couldn't tell the truth. They had to gaslight the public again. Johnson & Johnson said the proposed settlement is not an admission of liability or wrongdoing. Half a billion dollars ain't an admission of liability or wrongdoing? That's a lot of money for not being wrong. It's a lot of money for not being liable. 
They say its marketing and promotion of opioids was appropriate and responsible. That's a quote. Appropriate and responsible. Appropriate to make you ungodly amounts of money. Appropriate to literally kill people. Appropriate and responsible to take care of your fat and increasingly fatter pockets and wallets. Not appropriate and responsible to provide products to the public that are actually safe and actually effective. And a lot of drugs that are effective aren't actually safe. They're effective at shutting down and deactivating parts of the body so you don't feel pain, for example, but then you wonder why you have like kidney and liver disease because those products are poisonous. That's why. The company said it no longer sells prescription opioids in the United States. I wonder what happened to all those stockpiles of the opioids. But those just accidentally made it onto the underground market, didn't they? Or they probably just dumped those like Bayer did with the HIV drug. They just dumped them in another country. Hey, you guys want some free opioids? We've got 100 million packs of these things. You just take them. We can't sell them here anymore. We got sued. So uh, we're going we're gonna to just dump them somewhere else. You can give us like uh, 30% of the cost. You know, We just got to get rid of these things. And then Johnson & Johnson, they gaslight the public about the talc. They gaslight the public about the opioids. And then Johnson & Johnson tried to get a federal judge in the United States to block the publication of a story published by Reuters on what the company said was based on confidential company documents that the company was using to fight lawsuits claiming its baby powder caused cancer. All the company could say was the First Amendment does not license an individual to violate the law. It's not a license to knowingly violate the law as a journalist. That's what the company said. Here's the issue. Johnson & Johnson launched secretly a project called Plato in 2021. The project was intended, listen to how shady this is. The project is intended to shift liability from about 38,000 pending baby powder talc lawsuits to a newly created subsidiary. And once they shift the liability to the subsidiary, they are going to declare bankruptcy and then limit the financial exposures from the lawsuits. Lawyers for Reuters said Johnson & Johnson's request was a, quote, prior restraint of speech on a matter of public interest, and I don't think you could really disagree with that. Here's what Chris Andrew, a Johnson & Johnson lawyer, wrote in an internal memo reviewed by Reuters. This is one of the things that Johnson & Johnson asked a federal judge to block. They wanted to block this information. In a memo on the project in July of 2021, Project Plato, a company lawyer warned the team to tell nobody, not even their spouse. Here's the quote, part of the quote. It's much bigger than this. It is critical that any activities related to Project Plato, and remember, you know, Project Plato doesn't, doesn't really exist, any activities related to Project Plato, including the mere fact the project exists, be kept in strict confidence. It's not like, hey, this is how we're fighting the lawsuit. This is our legal strategy. No, it's not a legal strategy. It's a liability strategy. They're dumping responsibility on a separate company that, that, that they control and then declaring bankruptcy in that company. And they intend to limit the payouts to the victims to a certain pool of money that could be accessed in order to to skirt having to pay direct amounts to individuals through lawsuits, and they're just going to dump all the money into a 
into a, a private account, and then they're going to just pay some of the money out of that. And since Johnson & Johnson is, is skirting the liability, then you, you can't sue Johnson & Johnson anymore because the talc powder is under this other company. I mean, that's why they had to pull it in North America. I just how criminal is this? And then I had to pull my Johnson & Johnson folder out to go through some of the other things Johnson & Johnson is facing. It's not just talc powder. It's not just opioids. In July of 2021, a class action lawsuit was filed over Johnson & Johnson's hair care products because those hair care products, the OGX line, contains toxic chemicals that cause your hair to fall out and your scalp to suffer irreversible damage. One specific ingredient is DMDM, Hydantoin, or Hydantion, or Hydantoin, something to that effect. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's a carcinogen that we know as formaldehyde, utilized as a preservative in all OGX products. Johnson & Johnson removed the chemical from its own products by the end of 2015, but did not set the same standard for the OGX products when it acquired those products. Accordingly, according to the lawsuit, Johnson & Johnson misled and deceived the public and placed its customers in harm's way, all for the sake of increased profits. Yeah, that's to say the least. That's about their OGX. It's not about the talc powder. That's not about the, the opioids. This is about hair care products. Here's another one. July 15th of 2021, three days after that class action lawsuit was reported on, by WFLA, that's the article I have. There's a bunch of others, though, of course. Here's a Yahoo story. Johnson & Johnson recalls select Neutrogena and Aveeno sunscreens due to benzene levels. You know what benzene is, right? Another carcinogen. Johnson & Johnson is recalling five of its Neutrogena and Aveeno aerosol sunscreen products due to low levels of benzene, a chemical that can cause cancer with repeated exposure. The Neutrogena aerosol sunscreens that have been recalled are the Beach Defense. Pretty sure that was sprayed on my body in the past. Cool, dry, sport, invisible daily, and ultra sheer varieties, in addition to Avino's Protect Plus Refresh Spray sunscreen. Consumers can receive a refund, though. You can receive a refund. They, they gave you cancer, but you can get a refund back. I would I don't think I would I don't think I would try to get a refund. Because if you get a refund, Johnson and Johnson might, you know, they would lose some of their liability. Well, we gave them a refund, Your Honor. They got their money back. No harm, no foul. Well, of course, according to the CDC, benzene is a highly flammable substance that can cause damage to the immune system and cause cells to not work correctly. Oh, kind of like those COVID-19 shots. It can be absorbed through the skin, inhalation, and orally. All the ways, hopefully, not all the ways, but all the ways that in some way, shape, or form, you get sunscreen into your body. It's on your skin, of course. You inhale it when you spray it, and that also goes in through the mouth. You know, you might like be on the beach, eating a sandwich, lick your fingers from the sunscreen, you're going to get it in your mouth orally. Johnson & Johnson stressed that the decision to pull the products was made out of an abundance of caution. Well, at least they admitted that there was an abundance of caution made for the pulling of the Aveeno sunscreens with the benzene. Because in the other cases, with the talc baby powder and with the opioids, they just said, it's your fault, and they gaslit the public. But see, it's not just Johnson & Johnson. It's it's virtually every pharmaceutical, every biotechnology, every chemical company. For the last two plus years, for the last two plus years, the public has been terrified, petrified, and terrorized with the idea that every time you leave your house, 
Every time you come into contact with somebody, you could get sick. There has been virtually no coverage, no acknowledgement, no talking, no debate about what companies and what individuals are doing to protect themselves and others, whether you are an individual or you own a business. Here are some things that are being done. Some businesses, and I've experienced this firsthand, some businesses are literally aerosolizing bleach to kill COVID. Some companies are spraying bleach, and I don't mean spraying bleach and then watering it down and then soaping it up and then watering it down. I mean literally just spraying bleach on the produce section. I saw a company doing that in New York. I've traveled the country in the last two years, and everywhere I've gone in this country, almost every business, virtually every business I've gone into, grocery stores, restaurants, thrift shops, virtually every business is using the same pink, blue, yellow, red, etc. The color varies. Chemical concoction. A variety of different chemical concoctions, generally known as a QAC, quaternary ammonium compounds. These products should not be aerosolized. And what are people doing? Spray, 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 rub, rub, rub. Spray, 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 rub, rub, rub. You're not supposed to aerolize most of them because they're extremely toxic. They're extremely poisonous. You're not supposed to get this stuff in the groundwater, on the ground, on your skin, in the air, which makes one question, where am I supposed to put it then? If I can't get it in the, in, 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 in the environment, I can't spray it on the counter, I can't spray it in the air, I, I can't touch it, I can't be around it, I can't smell it. I, it's, it's totally poisonous. It's totally toxic. The quaternary ammonium compound, which was pink, that we used at the grocery store I used to work at back in New York, they had used it long before COVID-19. And they had it at a certain concentration for the, the, the knives and the knife trays that we used in the produce department and that were used in the deli department at this co-op I worked at. And I started reading the bucket. And I said, I'm not using this stuff anymore. This stuff is so toxic. It literally says, if it gets on your skin, hold that part of the body underwater, under running water for 20 straight minutes. 20 straight minutes. That's just the initial reaction. 20 straight minutes. If you get this stuff in your eyes, it can blind you. You're supposed to wear goggles, gloves, depending on where you are and what you're doing, boots, full protective gear to spray a chemical that literally is being dumped into a knife tray, a knife is being soaked in, and then used to cut your fruit and vegetables at a grocery store. One could theorize that some of that chemical gets on the groceries. You take them home, you steam them, and now you've aerosolized that product in the steam and you've inhaled it. It's poison one way or another. It doesn't matter how high or how low the dose is. Literally just poisoning people because this is how we, this is how we stay safe. I've seen customers at the store I worked at. I've seen customers at other stores literally walk into the store, pick up the cleaning product, spray their hands, rub it in their hands, and put gloves on. You've literally just put a toxic, corrosive chemical on your hands because you think that keeps you safe, moron. It doesn't keep you safe. It's extremely toxic. Absorbed through the skin. If you get it on your skin, the product is known on the packaging to cause contact dermatitis and rashes. For some people, more severe than others. Sometimes it can be permanent. 
The product is known to cause respiratory inflammation, i.e. you can't breathe. When I worked in this grocery store, I was a frontline worker, but I was placed in the back because I refused to wear a mask. Good thing I knew my rights or I would have been out of a job. And while I was working at this business, people were literally aerosolizing this, spraying it all over the place, not doing it properly, which the company says you have to spray it on a rag, don't aerosolize it, wipe it down, then soap it, then rinse it away. Nobody's doing that. It's spray, 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 wipe, 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 spray again, wipe, spray, spray, wipe, spray, wipe, wait, spray, 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 wipe again. Ma'am, you can set your lettuce down now. Spray the lettuce down, wipe the lettuce off, spray it on your hands. Oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get COVID. I'm going to spray the QACs all over me. Oh my God, the, the ammonium chloride, it's so good. It's so beautiful and loving and safe and effective. It's literally poison. It's literally toxic. It says it on the packaging. And then if you look up the company, they're like, we don't have any evidence that this causes infertility in mice. We have no evidence that this causes birth defects. And then literally, you can look it up in about five seconds, QACs, birth defects, you can pull up a half a dozen studies. So the company is clearly lying. Uh, the company, by the way, that, that was being used at the business I was working at, it's called Alpha Chemical. Alpha Chemical lies. Alpha Chemical doesn't care about your health. Alpha Chemical is interested in one thing, selling chemicals. That's what they're interested in, selling chemicals. So you go to the grocery store, you go to a restaurant, what are they spraying all over everything? Green, pink, blue, red liquid? Chances are it's a QAC. Chances are, if it's a QAC, some are more toxic than others depending on the concentration. Chances are the effects of exposure to this are the preeminent signs of COVID-19. They are the side effects or the symptoms of COVID-19. I don't know. Having trouble breathing, which is one of the side effects of exposure to quaternary ammonium compounds. Look it up. Seriously, look at every little bottle that is being sprayed at your grocery store, at a restaurant, any business you go to, anywhere you go. Look at that bottle. Call the company. Ask them. Ask your, ask your boss. Why are you spraying this chemical? It's extremely, extremely toxic. And your boss will probably tell you what my boss said. Oh, wow. Really? Really? Yeah, idiot. It's on the bottle. It's on the safety sheet that you threw in the garbage when the box came because you were so scared of a visible little virus that you sprayed a toxic chemical on people. My boss was so stupid. He literally asked me, he said, maybe we can test this on you. My fiance, Hope, was a witness to this. We could test you. Can we just spray this on your skin to see what happens? That's how incompetent, dangerous, retarded, and stupid the average person is. They're literally like, can we spray this toxic chemical on you? If we spray it on you, maybe we can determine if it's, if it's actually safe. It's like, hey, jackass, read the safety sheet that it comes with. It's not totally accurate because it says there's no birth defects caused by this product, but if you look it up online, you can find QACs and birth defects. They're legion on the internet. You can find so many studies finding both direct and some indirect, of course. You can find direct and indirect affiliations with this product, various products like it, and birth defects. Not to mention skin rashes, inflammation of the airways, irritation to the lungs, you know, the, the, the main preeminent side effect 
of exposure to SARS-CoV-2. Couldn't have been the chemical now, could it? No, chemicals are good. Trust in the science. Not to mention, laboratories have confirmed that most of your hand sanitizers also have benzene in them. You know, benzene, the same chemical that was in Neutrogena and Aveeno products that Johnson & Johnson had to pull. But it's all for your benefit. It's all for your safety, protecting you. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the Montage Archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world in the archive or in the free archive on the website. You can check out the free archive and listen without a subscription. You do have to listen to those annoying advertisements, though. And we pack a lot of those advertisements into the show because that's how we're monetizing episodes. But if you'd like to get rid of those ads, you can subscribe directly to The Secret Teachings. The money goes directly to the show, weekly, monthly, or yearly. Yearly subscribers get a physical copy of one of my books, free shipping in the United States. You also get access to the montages as well www.thesecretteachings.info. Please subscribe to the show. Please buy a book. Please give us a rating and leave us a review on one of the many podcasting platforms. If you have any questions about the show, content, the archive, you want to share something with us, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings and check us out and help us build a following on Gab and Gitter. I've got a feeling Gab does not like me very well. I don't think I fit in on Gab any more than I fit in on Facebook. I don't really think I fit in much on Gitter either. So it's kind of leaving me in in a place of limbo here. That's really how I feel in general in the radio business. I kind of feel like I'm floating in limbo. I don't know. It's just like everybody wants to talk about the the topic of the day. And if it isn't trending, if there isn't a hashtag about it, nobody's really concerned, right? And then it's like there are other things that we can easily relate to the topic of the day, but because, you know, Joe Rogan didn't say it or Dr. Malone didn't say it or Alex Jones didn't say it, nobody's interested. And it's the same kind of nonsense and the same kind of brainwashing On the other side of the ideological spectrum, Fox News didn't say it. Tucker Carlson didn't say it. CNN didn't say it, so it must not be relevant. Here's the deal. I want to tell you what's going on. Johnson & Johnson, in 2021, was being sued because of their hair care products that they acquired, OGX, causing scalp damage and baldness. One of the major ingredients was DMDM Hydanton, a carcinogen formaldehyde. Johnson & Johnson says they removed the chemical from their own products by 2015, but they did not set the same standard for the OGX products when they acquired them. To me, that is libel. To me, that this company acquired a product knowing that it included product ingredients that were toxic, that were poisonous, that were a carcinogen, that were formaldehyde-like. They removed them from their own products, but they never removed them from the new product. Probably cost a little bit too much money, right, Johnson & Johnson? That would affect the bottom line. So they just let the product sell knowing that it contained this ingredient and others. According to Johnson & Johnson, Johnson & Johnson not only sold this product, they actively misled and actively deceived the public. They put people in harm's way and offered the sake of profit according to the lawsuit. That was in July of 2021. 
Let me continue to tell you what's going on. Johnson & Johnson recalled select Neutrogena and Aveeno sunscreens due to benzene levels last July 2021. Neutrogena aerosol sunscreens, Beach Defense, Cool Dry Sport, Invisible Daily, and Ultra Sheer varieties, in addition to Aveeno's Protect Plus Refresh Spray sunscreen. They had benzene in them, a flammable substance that damages the immune system, prevents cells from working properly, and, of course, is a carcinogen. And Johnson & Johnson said the decision to pull the product was made, quote, out of an abundance of caution. Uh, not just caution, an abundance of caution. They're really concerned with the benzene. They're really concerned, but a few days before that, we found out that they actively acquired a company that they knew had an ingredient that they had removed from their own products because they knew it was dangerous, and yet they let it stay in the new product line that they acquired, the OGX. Then they get sued for the sunscreens, for benzene. Johnson & Johnson, in July of 2021, same month, Johnson & Johnson legal rep floats subsidiary bankruptcy filing over talc lawsuits. And we now know that they have organized their defense against these lawsuits into Project Plato to dump the lawsuits and the liability into a subsidiary company, cap the payouts, and further neglect and abuse the people that they have caused irreversible harm to with their products. Here's another story you should know about. In 2021, benzene was also detected in a number of hand sanitizers. Of 260 hand sanitizer products tested by Valsher, including liquid and non-liquid products, 44 batches, that 17%, contained benzene with the highest level of benzene detected at 16.1 ppm, which is over eight times the interim limit, according to the FDA. So Johnson & Johnson and all those hand sanitizers you're using to keep yourself safe from the coronavirus are actually making you really sick. Meanwhile, 2022, February, this week and last week, Johnson & Johnson is facing a pushback to force a global ban on talc baby powder sales. With now 34,000 lawsuits, that's about 6,000 more than last year in July, Johnson & Johnson has pulled their talc-based baby powder from the United States and Canada, continuing to sell it in the United Kingdom and across the world. Johnson & Johnson says the baby powder is not harmful, they only pulled the product because a slump in sales was fueled by misinformation about the safety of the product. So why would people be concerned about that product anyway? Probably because a lot of people that used it got ovarian cancer, so it's not misinformation around the safety of the product, although some people might claim things that are incorrect or inaccurate. You pulled it for liability reasons. If it really didn't contain that ingredient, then you probably wouldn't have pulled the product. See, they only pulled it because it became financially viable to do so. They were at risk of more lawsuits. They were at risk of facing more severe consequences if they didn't pull it. Just last week, Native American tribes reached a tentative opioid settlement with J&J and distributors. Johnson & Johnson and Janssen, the one with the safe and effective shots, 
is paying $150 million over two years to a number of Native American tribes who are going to be paid an additional $440 million by opioid distributors Amerisource, Bergen, McKesson, and Cardinal Health. Johnson & Johnson said, once again, in gaslighting the customer, in gaslighting the public, that this is not an admission of guilt or of liability or of wrongdoing. It's just that we're going to pull it because of the settlement. Opioids were marketed in an appropriate and responsible quote-unquote way. But we're not going to sell them anymore. So talc baby powder, gaslight the public. Johnson & Johnson's opioid settlement, they're going to gaslight the public. It's your fault. And then they go further. Johnson & Johnson tried to get a federal judge to block publication of a story in Reuters about Project Plato. Their project that I mentioned a few minutes ago in 2021 that they had mauled over, in February of 2022, Project Plato has been identified as a plan to shift liability from about 38,000 pending baby powder talc lawsuits. The number is all over the place. We're not sure how many of these lawsuits there are. There's over 34,000, 38,000, according to Reuters. And they're going to dump all the liability into a newly created subsidiary, which was then going to be put into bankruptcy to limit their financial exposure. What a group of criminal scum. And then here is... Another report, Inside Johnson & Johnson's secret plan to cap litigation payouts to cancer victims. Tell no one, not even your spouse, a memo on the project in July. A company lawyer warned the team, tell nobody. Quote, it is critical that any activities related to Project Plato, including the mere fact the project exists, be kept in strict confidence. What is it, Area 51? It's, it's, It's a freaking bottle of talc powder. Why all the secrecy? Why are you pulling it from the market? So let's recap that rapidly. Class action lawsuit, Johnson & Johnson hair care products causing baldness and scalp damage, OGX. The product had DMDM, a formaldehyde-like carcinogen. Johnson & Johnson pulls Aveeno sunscreens and Neutrogena sunscreens, once again, this time for benzene, another carcinogen. Likewise, the same couple of weeks there back in 2021, we found that Valisher detected benzene in hand sanitizers. Not even Johnson & Johnson, just more benzene and hand sanitizers that people are lathering up with. We found out in 2022, Johnson & Johnson, they only pulled their baby powder because the public was really stupid. Thousands of lawsuits filed against Johnson & Johnson. They're planning to dump the responsibility on a subsidiary company. What a, what a just a group of lovely men and women that are running this company, huh? Really, really great people. You can't trust Johnson & Johnson to sell you baby powder. You can't trust them to sell you opioids. You can't trust them to sell you anything. They're criminals. Johnson & Johnson reaches a settlement with Native American tribes just the last couple of days to pay out about half a billion dollars with a bunch of opioid distributors. Talc powder, opioids, benzene, and their sunscreen, DMDM, formaldehyde, in their hair care products, a hair care product, mind you, that they acquired from another company, knowing that it had an ingredient that they had actually honestly removed from their products. And then they left this product on the market with the ingredient in it, owning it, knowing that it was poisonous. And all these companies just use those words, proven, safe, effective, proven, safe, effective, proven since 1983, proven to do what? It's safe. Safe for who? Safe for you as a company? 
you 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 can give me cancer, you can you can kill me or kill my family, and it's it's just all the cost of doing business. It's science. Don't you believe in science? If you think that's bad, if you think the gaslighting is bad from a single company like Johnson and Johnson, try this one on. And I mean literally, you can actually try this one on for size. Here's a research article. From PLOS 1, 2022, published on February 2nd. Now, I'm going to read you this headline. I want you to put down your drink, turn down maybe the, you know, the, the, the radio to a, to a level that's just kind of calm and quiet. If you're listening to the radio loud, I, t- I tend to listen to the radio pretty loud. You know, just, just let this come across like NPR, all right? It's a nice, soft, loving, liberal, progressive voice. We're not going to hurt you while we're hurting you. So let this come across like that. Here's the headline from the article. Face mask fit hacks. Improving the fit of KN95 masks and surgical masks with fit alteration techniques. Let me tell you about these fit alteration techniques. Introduction to the study. In this study, we assess a range of common quote-unquote fit hacks to determine their ability to improve mask performance. This is really exciting. Methods. We use quantitative fit testing to assess the fit of both surgical masks and KN95 masks with and without quote-unquote fit hacks on four participants. Results in discussion. The use of pantyhose, tape, and rubber bands were effective for most participants. A pantyhose overlayer was observed to be the most effective hack. High degrees of variation were noted between participants. However, little variation was noted within participants, with hacks generally showing similar benefit each time they were applied on a single participant. An inspection of the fit hacks once applied showed that the individual facial features may have a significant impact on fit, especially the nose bridge. Conclusion to the study. Fit hacks can be used to effectively improve the fit of surgical and KN95 masks, enhancing the protection provided to the wearer. However, many of the most effective hacks are very uncomfortable and unlikely to be tolerated for extended periods of time. The development of effective fit improvement solutions remains a critical issue in need of further development. Now you might want to turn your radio down a little bit further because I'm going to yell. (laughs) Face mask hacks. The fact that a scientist is using a term in popular culture lexicon means that these scientists are not scientists. They are hacks. They are psychologists. They are not scientists in the traditional sense of the word. Scientists should not be using the word life hack in their study, first of all. Second of all, did you catch any of that? They said use pantyhose to make your mask more effective. Pantyhose, like you're robbing a bank. Pantyhose, tape, and rubber bands. The only thing I can think of is when SpongeBob, yes, the cartoon, when SpongeBob was doing 
the Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy movie. And he had Squidward, the artist, Squidward did the, um, he did the makeup for Mermaid Man and uh, Barnacle Boy. And uh, remember Mermaid Man, he ends up looking like, he's got like staples in his face and he's got like rubber bands wrapped around his, his lips and he's it, like his face is all like pulled back. Barnacle Boy's arms are wrapped up. He's got like a girdle on. You know, they're, they're trying to make him look younger. That's the only thing I can think of. Literally just people walking around with rubber bands. on. If I see somebody, if I see somebody with a, with a pantyhose on their head and a mask, I stop saying things to people, but I, I'm going to have to say something to this person. I, I can't imagine anybody would be that stupid to go out in public with a pantyhose on their head or with rubber bands and duct tape attached to their head. I mean, like, you've, you've got to recognize at some point that you're being laughed at, you're being mocked, and the so-called scientists are calling it a life hack like you're reading this important scientific study on Reddit or 4chan. PLOS1 is a relatively respectable publication, and they're publishing life hacks like it's, like it's Reddit or something or Instagram. Are these people serious? Pantyhose, tape, and rubber bands to make your mask a better fit? Did anybody notice, too, that how many people were in this study? Let me see. One, two, three, four. Oh, just four. How, how can you make a determination based on four people in a study using pantyhose tape and rubber bands? That sounds like some kinky stuff. I mean, if, if the dog Blue from Blue's Clues had selected pantyhose tape and rubber bands, Steve would have a good reason to be very concerned because, you know, I mean, these sound like tools that like maybe Dexter is using rubber bands and duct tape to tie the hands up pantyhose over the head. I think Dexter actually uses pantyhose in one of the episodes to cover his face. Pantyhose tape and rubber bands. That is literal. If you want a copy of this, I'll send you a copy of it. Look at these morons. With the pantyhose. Yeah, I know they're mannequins, but I can't tell anymore if they're mannequins or real people. Literally putting pantyhose over your face. And they call them hacks. They're life hacks. Just type this in or email me. I'll send it to you. Face mask fit hacks. Improving the fit of KN95 masks and surgical masks with fit alteration techniques. Um. I'll just post this actually on, on uh, this. Uh, this is on Facebook, actually. That's on the Secret Teachings page, and it's on my page, Ryan Gable. If you just look at the show promo tonight, Trust the Scientism, that'll be posted below. It's just unbelievable. And then here's another PLOS study, PLOS1 study. Pre-infection, 25 hydroxyvitamin D3 levels in association with severity of COVID-19 illness. Huh. What's the conclusion of this study? If you don't have vitamin D, you're sick? Well, pretty much. Among hospitalized COVID-19 patients, pre-infection deficiency of vitamin D was associated with increased disease severity and mortality. See, it's not exactly the reason why people are sick, but it's a major contributing reason why people are sick. You need vitamin D, but who cares? And then I have this story. This is an older report from a couple of years ago, 2005, and it's still very, very true to this day. Published by PLOS Medicine. 
open access. An essay, Why Most Published Research Findings Are False, John P.A. Ionidis. He said, There is increasing concern that in modern research, false findings may be the majority or even the vast majority of published research claims. However, this should not be surprising. It can be uh, surprising. It can be proven that most claimed research findings are false. Several methodologies have pointed out that the high rate of non-replication of research discoveries is a consequence of the convenient yet ill-formed strategy of claiming conclusive research findings solely on the basis of a single study assessed by formal statistical significance. He talks about the bias. Bias can entail manipulation in the analysis or reporting of findings. Selective or distorted reporting is a typical form of such bias. And Corollaries. Corollary number one, the smaller the studies conducted in a scientific field, the less likely the research findings are to be true. But you're going to have idiots walking around with pantyhose on their head because four mannequins had pantyhose on their head in this study. Four people in the study. I can't tell which one's the person, which one's the mannequin. But pantyhose and duct tape and rubber bands. Well, they say tape, not duct tape. Excuse me, just tape. Scotch tape, I guess. Tape the mask on your face, put the pantyhose on. And get kinky, all right? That's, that's the cultural BDSM. Corollary number two, the smaller the effect sizes in a scientific study, the less likely the research findings are to be true. Uh, these corollaries are essentially how virtually all COVID-19 research is being conducted. The greater the number and the lesser the selection of tested relationships in a scientific field, the less likely the research findings are to be true. The hotter a scientific field with more scientific teams involved, the less likely the research findings are to be true. I mean, that is exclusively pretty much what's been happening the last two years. The greater flexibility or the greater the flexibility in designs, definitions, outcomes, and analytical modes in a scientific field, the less likely the research findings are to be true. Uh, Yes, you mean like artificial studies, like artificial countries where the real statistics are different than the artificial synthetic ones. Artificial laboratory experiments to prove real world things that can't be proved in the real world but can be proved in artificial environments in a laboratory. And the other corollary, the greater the financial and other interests and prejudices in a scientific field, the less likely the research findings are to be true. You can read that, why most published research findings are false, by searching it, or you can email me and I will send you a copy of it. Johnson & Johnson, class action lawsuits, tens of thousands of lawsuits over baldness and scalp damage due to OGX products, lying about a product, saying that they removed it from their own product, but they just, oop, they didn't remove it from the OGX product. The hair care products, Neutrogene and Aveeno sunscreens because of benzene use, those have been recalled. Johnson & Johnson is fighting lawsuits now, trying to get federal judges to block publications of stories because they don't like what the story is about, i.e. their secretive internal memos to further deceive the public, further lie to people, telling their, according to their lawyer, one of their lawyers, Chris Andrew, It's critical that any activities related to Project Plato, including the mere fact the project exists, be kept in strict confidence. And what is Project Plato? It's an attempt to shift the thousands of pending baby powder lawsuits into a subsidiary company, dump a few billion dollars into it, pay people off, and then distance yourself from the liability and the crimes. I mean, Johnson & Johnson, you can't trust them with baby powder. Are you going to trust Johnson & Johnson with a shot? I mean, trusting the science is just, uh, it's just a fallacy. It's an ad hominem attack in the scientific sense. Uh, from cigarettes and pregnant women, you know, and doctors recommending pregnant women and doctors or, you know, smoke cigarettes to asbestos and DDT. Uh, 
Science is just used to provide credibility to those seeking profit, power, control, and approved behavior that should otherwise be defined as mad science and crime. Uh, Science, big corporations, media have brought us nothing but intellectual, bodily, and societal decay, compounded by widespread use of chemicals, coupled with the massive increase in obesity, heart disease, stroke, cancer, neurological conditions. This is the true pandemic. And it's all based on our trust that we place in scientism. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Check us out on Patreon. Check out our affiliate sponsor, Pro and Water Filters. Buy my books on the website. I'd recommend Food Philosophy tonight. You can read about it on the site. www.thesecretteachings.info Subscribe to the ad-free archive. Support us. We'll be here five nights a week for you. Every week. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.